Bismillahirrahmanirrahim Walhamdulillahi rabbil alamin Wassalatu wassalamu ala nabina Muhammad Wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in amma ba'd In this sitting we will uh, discuss and Some of the attributes of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam And his prayer during the month of Ramadan Sheikh Sallallahu he mentions that indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given his Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam attributes and characteristics that he has not given others from his servants, from his slaves. And he said that the scholars have written many books, many lengthy books, and in this topic regarding the attributes of the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. says because he is the best of the messengers, that he is the imam of the muttaqeen, that he is the sayyid of waladi Adam. But indeed, there is nobody on the face of, the, of this earth that precedes the Prophet wasallam in, in being better than him in any of those attributes, those attributes of goodness. And he says, and regarding his, his prayer, his qiyam during the night, the Prophet ﷺ, he used to pray and he, for a long time. And his raka' used to be very long. The amount he used to recite in one raka' was indeed very long until and his feet would get really painful. His feet and it would get, would get really painful due to the length of his standing, the length of his recitation. So Aisha, the wife of the Prophet وسلم, uh, she asked him, Lima taf'al hadha? Why did you do this? Waqad Allahu laka ma wa Why do you do this? Meaning, why are you standing so long in prayer? where your feet gets very very painful and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already forgiven you for everything that has passed and everything that will occur to you in the future so he said sallallahu alayhi wa sallam afala akunu abdan shakura shall I not be a servant that is grateful a servant that is thankful he says, and likewise, and Hudayfa ibn Yaman, radiallahu anhu, he mentioned that he stood alongside the Messenger of Allah, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and some of the nights, whilst the Prophet sallallahu was praying qiyam. And, وَيَذُنُّ أَنَّهُ شَيَاطِيقُ قِيَامَ مَعَهُ And he had the, uh, the thought, or he thought, that he will be able to stand next to the Prophet ﷺ as him and he throughout the length of his qiyam. So the Prophet ﷺ, when he stood, he recited in one raka'ah Surah Al-Baqarah, the whole of Surah Al-Baqarah. Then after Surah Al-Baqarah, he recited Surah Al-Nisa, and the whole of Surah Al-Nisa. Then he recited the whole of Surah Ali Imran. And that is in one raka'ah. And 
all of the verses that he sallallahu would recite in which there's the mention of the mercy of Allah Azza wa Jal, he used to stop there and ask Allah, uh, ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for his mercy. And every verse that he read that had a mention of the adab, the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he would stop at those verses and seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from his punishment. So Hudayfa he said that whilst I was standing with him, I really wanted to stop and sit down and leave praying with the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam and he due to the length of his recitation. He due to the length of the recitation of the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. It was too much for me and it was too much for him that he and he wanted and he to sit down and stop because of the lengthy recitation of the Prophet and in his uh, Qiyam. He mentioned, and this is just an example of the, and the prayer of the Prophet in the night and his ruku' when he performed ruku' his ruku' was even likewise lengthy lengthy similar to the length of his standing and his sujood was likewise as lengthy as his ruku' sallallahu alayhi wasallam as for his fasting sallallahu alayhi wasallam then he used to fast a lot until the people used to say that he does not and he broke it does not does not break his fast he does not end his fast so there were certain times when he sallallahu alayhi wasallam would fast and the people would not see him and he broke breaking his fast they thought that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he never broke his fast and likewise there were certain situations where he sallallahu alayhi would not fast for a lengthy period of time and he and the people would say that and he likewise in this in this statement that he and Eliasub that he did not fast. So we see here, Sheikh he mentions that the Prophet indeed he used to fast and he a lot. And likewise, there were certain situations when he would not fast. Sallallahu alayhi and he was As for and regarding any jihad fi sabilillah. The Sheikh Salah Fuzan he mentioned that he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was the most courageous of any other people. That he was at the forefront and during the battles he would be at the forefront in front of all of the sahabas and in battle. Uh, and the companions they used to be and behind him taking, he, taking him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as protection against the enemies. So he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was the closest one, the closest person, and he to the enemies during the battles. And he, until Ali ibn Abi Talib, radiallahu anhu, he mentioned that he, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, was from the most courageous of the people. And that we used to take him as a shield, as a protection from the, from the, uh, from the enemy and in battle. So we see here and the the suja'a and the uh, how he sallallahu alayhi wasallam and he was regarding his battle 
that he was very courageous, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, another one of his attributes. Sheikh Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he mentioned, as for his giving in charity and his generosity, then he was from the most generous of the people, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He never used to keep anything for a lengthy period of time. He never used to store any, anything. And there were th certain things that would come to him, like gifts, people would give him gifts, and regarding the, the battles, Likewise, it will come to him certain things that they would have and he conquered from the battles, etc., etc. And all of these things, he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he never, and he stored them, he never kept them. He would always, and he give to the people. He will always give in the cause of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He will always give them to the needy. Until when he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and he died, when he passed away, he actually had a loan that he was upon him and he to give back. And this was his state, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He would get gifts and he thinks from the battle which they conquered, but he used just to give and to the people. Whoever needed it, he would give, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And when he passed away, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he even had a dain. As the Sheikh mentioned, alone, something that he needed to pay back, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And he said that his shield and his, his armor that he used to use in battle, that was and he given to a, a Jew. Due to him, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, it was held by a Jew because he needed to buy some food for his family. But he didn't have anything and he to pay for that. So instead, he gave his shield to that, that Jew, and he was selling that food, can hold his shield until later on, when he, sallallahu alayhi wa he could come and, he, and pay for that food. And if this was the case, and in some of the cases of his situation, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He didn't have any, and in certain times, any money, anything to go and buy food for his family, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So he said that he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he used to live with his companions as the poor, and he would live and he, with the people. So he would live as if you know, he's a poor, and he poor person with his companions. Because he never used to store and keep anything, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, from wealth. But he used to give in the causes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He used to give to the poor. He used to give for those who entered Al-Islam, those who were new to Al-Islam. And he to help them to be firm upon Al-Islam, he used to give what he had to them to strengthen them, to keep them firm. And he never used to refuse a person who was asking him of anything. He never used to and he refused a beggar, refuse any person who would ask him anything, sallallahu alayhi and he was sallam. And it came a situation and even there was a certain situation where he وسلم, he would be asked for his and he clothes upon him and he would take it off and give it only to those who've asked and he like uh, the example of the story of the uh, an ishamla uh, cloak that was given as a present to him and he was in need of it as we know and he was and he a very simple person. 
He will always give. What he will have will be very, very little. So he was given this uh, cloak or this coat, and he was in need of it. And he wore it. And when he wore it, I think at the first instance, and he, he wore it. A man asked him, and he wore it. He asked him, so he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he took it off, and he gave it to him. Even though he had a need for it. And even though he was quite very pleased and he with it, with that, uh, with that gift. Because he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he never used to refuse any, anybody. Anything that they would ask of him that he was able to give, he would give, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So the Sheikh says this is his attributes and his characteristics, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and regarding his generosity and his giving. And he never used to be extravagant. And he never used to be extravagant, never used to waste things. And he never used to be prideful and in his giving, nor and in the things that would come and he to him by way of presence, etc. But he would, and he give the wealth that he had in the causes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And he used to, uh, he used to give his wealth and in the areas where that would return, the benefit would return and to the, all of the Muslims. So he will place and his wealth and give it to certain aspects, certain things that the benefit will return and go back generally and to all of the Muslimin. This is how he used to give sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And in the month of Ramadan, he was even the most generous of the people. He was more generous in Ramadan than he was throughout the whole year. And that is due to the nobility of the month of Ramadan. So he was the most generous of the people and he would give and even more. He would give even more during the month of Ramadan. Sheikh Sol al-Fawzani says, and indeed, there is no Muslim that can attain the level of the Prophet وسلم, regarding his attributes, the way he was. There is nobody that can reach any his level. There is nobody that can surpass him in his attributes Nobody can come equal to him and in them. But but for us to follow and try to, and to follow the best that we can, follow his example the best we can, then that is something that is required. That is something that is required for all of the Muslims. Because indeed Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala said, وَلَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْرَةٌ حَسَنَةٌ Indeed, there is for you in the Messenger of Allah a great example. And a great example. So therefore, all of the Muslims, they must take example and follow the Prophet Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam in his attributes, in his characteristics, as much as they are able to do so. But know that they will never become equal to him as he was Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And that is due to the fact, due to the fact that Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala gave the Prophet 
certain attributes or the, the, the status that he reached in some of his attributes and all of his attributes, that was a blessing from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah gave him an increase in those attributes which other people are not able to reach. But of course, as the Sheikh mentioned, all of the Muslims should take example and follow in his way, sallallahu alayhi wasallam, as much as they are able to do so. So they should pray as much as they can, and they should give in charity as much as they can, and they should fast as much as they can according to their ability and according to their existence, how long they are going to live, and that they should partake in every attribute that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam had. All of his good attributes, the good things that he used to do, that the Muslims should partake and try and to follow his example and in them. So therefore, and likewise regarding his call, he used to call the people and give da'wah to the people to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. He used to command the good and forbid and the munkar, the evil. So therefore, a Muslim should not sit back and he regarding the goodness that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to do meaning they should not sit back and say this is what the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam used to be like and i cannot i can never and he do those things so therefore i am just going to refrain i'm just going to not try at all okay because i am not like the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam the sheikh says anta ma'murun bil iqtida'i bir rasul you are commanded to follow, but you are commanded to follow the example of the Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You cannot be as he was, but you can do those things according to your ability. According to your ability. And regarding his da'wah to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, his call, to Allah Azza wa Jal, and he is encouraging the good and forbidding the evil that he sallallahu alayhi wasallam he used to exert himself in calling to Allah he used to exert himself in calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that he would be in certain situations where he would be and endanger himself and he used to call disbelievers the Munafiqeen, he used to call the, likewise the Yahud, the Jew and the Christian to Al-Islam. He used to call them at every opportunity that would arise, every opportunity that he was able to call them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he would call them to Allah azza wa jal and invite them to Al-Islam. That he used to live, leave Mecca as well. And for example, when he went to Ta'if, and he likewise, he used to go out when the mushrikeen used to perform hajj. And in the way they used to perform hajj, he would go and to those locations like Mina. And he would wait for them. And when they would come and pass by, he sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and he would call them to Allah azza wa jal. He would invite them to al-Islam. And he says, 
And they would call, he would call them to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And they would have enmity towards him. They would have hatred towards him. And he knew sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. But he used to put himself forward and he to call them. Even, uh, even likewise, they tried to, I need to kill him. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protected him and he from them. So he used to place himself and he forwards to call them to Allah and place himself and he in danger. And he knew that they would try to kill him. He knew that they were his enemies. They, they saw him as their enemy. But he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and he, why did he, did he do all this? Kana yuhibbu an yahtadi an nas ila al-haq. He used to love and he for the people to be guided to the truth. He would love it if the people and he would be guided to the truth. And he would be saddened when they did not respond and he to the call to tawheed and he to the call to enter al-Islam. He used to be very saddened and his chest would feel heavy due to them refusing and he recall to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That's because he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he had great concern and he for them. He had great concern that he did not want them to fall into the punishment of Allah, <coughs> Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And lastly, the Sheikh mentions and regarding the, the Risala, that he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, that he preached everything that he received from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, every aspect of the religion. He preached it to the people and taught it to the people. And he never neglected one aspect of the religion. Except that he would inform his people clearly about every single affair. Every single affair that he received from revelation, he would clarify it to the people. He would teach it to the people. He would clarify it for them. And he would clarify it at every situation. And in Hajj, for us to see and this as an evidence, that he clarified everything and in the last hajj and in the hajj that he did وسلم, before he passed away he said and to his, his people I have not and he proclaimed and preached all of the message they said to him and his companions said we testify and we bear witness that indeed that you have and he proclaimed and preached all of the message all of the revelation and do you, and that you have fulfilled the trust and that you have advised so he وسلم, he said oh allah be a witness to this oh allah and he be a witness and he to this and likewise, the Sheikh mentions, and he, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, would preach the religion in the best way possible. He would preach and teach his people, 
and in the best way possible and he has left his ummah and upon clarity as he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said taraktum ala al-bayda layluha kanahariha la yazigh anha illa halik he said i have left you upon clarity its night is like its day la yazigh anha illa halik nobody goes away from this except that they will be and he destroyed and likewise he said inni tarikun fihum ma in tamassaktum bihi lan tadillu ba'di kitab allah wa sunnati he said indeed i have left with you that which if you hold firm to it you will never be misguided after it he said kitabullah the book of allah and my sunnah and my sunnah so the sheikh concludes and he says and this was the any way of the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam and regarding his attributes and his characteristics so therefore it is upon the muslims to take example and follow in his way sallallahu alayhi wasallam and regarding all of his good attributes they should and he partake in them meaning they should try and perform those same attributes be as good as the prophet sallallahu alayhi wasallam as much as they are able and to do so وصلى الله وسلم على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين